Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So good morning and welcome to another episode of Charged Up Studio, where small business owners get charged up for success. I'm excited to have another exciting guest with me here today. Thomas Johnson is an executive wellness coach with Get Up and Get Fit Wellness Concierge. He's on a mission to impact at least 50,000 people every year through his wellness program. Uh, before we get going, let's go ahead and give a, a huge Charged Up Studio welcome to Thomas. Thomas, welcome to you. Dana, thank you, thank you, thank you. The name is Dana, okay? Dana, so we'll Dana, just, yes. We'll just, everybody does it, so don't worry about it, okay? <laughs> so let's just talk a little bit about how you are tying in the fitness aspect and your concierge aspect to business and business success. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yes. So you know what, um, Dana, I got the name right. Dana. Um, so um, I come from a, a wellness background, right? And I also play sports all my, all my life. So um, after I graduated um, college, I became a celebrity um, trainer and I worked with a plethora of clientele, you know, and now, when I, work, when I mentioned working with a plethora of clientele, I'm talking about from politicians to executives, you know, to pretty much everyone. And I had a situation with a client where I noticed she was having a majority of her meetings at bars and restaurants in Manhattan. She was having about eight meetings per week and about one to three drinks with each meeting, an additional glass of wine at dinner. Now, this was a, a vice president of a multi-billion-dollar company in New York City. When I, when I saw this, I was like, oh, something, something's going on that's way beneath the surface. So I decided to have a conversation during our next session. So during our next session, I sat her down and I was like, look, this is what I just observed. If you continue going down this trajectory, this is what's going to occur. Now, this, was a, this lady was an A personality type. You know, um, I thought she was going to take my feedback you know, and just keep it going. But out of nowhere, she just broke down and started crying. And it totally caught me off guard. And she started to explain to me how she was extremely stressed out, how nobody understood how it was to be a person of her person in her position. And what I could do was just listen, listen. And this is what it dawned on me that there were so many other executives out there that were living their life in a very stressed out manner. And the way they were dealing with the stress were adversely, or they were gradually building up these negative habits over time without even noticing. So that's when I told myself, I'm going to step up and create some type of solution because the water's industry at the time, 
and the fitness industry did not have a viable um, solution. And from that time, it took me a long time to get to this place by being able to create a solution that focused on lifestyle, you know, because when it comes to the executive's lifestyle, right? Um, your health is directly tied to your productivity. If you're not healthy, if you're not well, you don't have the energy to, to um, take care of these tasks, you know, these tasks that takes up a lot of, um, lot, lot of time. So it's, it's a correlation. When you're healthier, you do better. You feel better. You are a better person. You, you're better to be around. Right. You know? So it, it only, it, it's, it's only positive. Well, and, and, you know, it's, it's interesting that you say that because, you know, with, with my company, we do a lot of professional coaching as well. That's packaged in with our programs that, you know, we, we believe accountability coaching is just as important as the learning aspect. And, um, one of the things that we have found with all of the people that we coach is your very high level executives have the same issues that say a director might have or mm -hmm. an employee might have or somebody who's not even working in any kind of a professional environment. It's always the same thing. And it has to do with self-image, self-sabotage. Mm -hmm. You know, it all has to do with um, our upbringing and the things that have been ingrained in our minds yes. as far as uh, what our capabilities are, what we're good at, what we're not good at, you know, uh, things like that. So, you know, naturally your body and your health has a lot to do with that. I agree. So let's talk a little bit about um, the those individuals who aren't necessarily looking to, you know, bulk up or, you know, they don't necessarily have the time to really get serious about um, uh, exercise or anything like that, but they still need to get healthy in order to um, succeed and continue yes, working forward. Yes, indeed. you know, I'm glad you asked that question because like, Oftentimes, when you hear about nutritional wellness, people equate it to being buff or being lean or being chiseled. Yeah. That's not necessarily true. So, a uh, random fact right now: my my grandfather, my paternal grandfather, lived to be a hundred and nine years old in Liberia. Right? He never st stuck a foot in the gym. He was <laughs> healthy. He was energetic. You know, he was he was you know he was he was vibrant. I tell you this to show you that you don't need to live in a gym for you to live a healthy lifestyle. You don't need to run for miles to lose weight. It all starts with habits, right? Habits. Whatever we do on a consistent basis, we become, it affects us. So imagine you're getting up every day and, you, and you're, the first thing you're doing, you're going to watch the news, right? That's the first thing you're, you're consuming. You're being programmed by negative, toxic information. Then you're, you're already stressed out. Now you go into work to deal with another stressful environment, right? Then you come home, you, you sit on the couch, and you, eat, and you eat junk food. Then you go to sleep. And you repeat that cycle. Over time, your body's going to conform, right? So what we do, especially we, we follow this, uh, our air method, right? When a client first come on board, we assess the lifestyle from the time they get up to the time they go to sleep. I want to know what exactly are you doing? Because everyone is built different. What right. might, you know, your lifestyle might be different from mine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. 
right? So once we assess the lifestyle, then the next step is we I, we isolate the negative habits, the things that they're doing throughout the day that's preventing them to get into that um, healthy lifestyle, right? We isolate those negative habits. Then R, then we replace those negative habits with small, keywords, small, actionable steps, right? right? So now, now once you're able to follow these small, actionable steps, they became, it becomes much more bearable. It becomes frictionless. That's, right. that's how we operate. No. <laughs> and you're absolutely right. You know, and, you know, I take myself, for example, okay, my lifestyle, you know, and things like that with any, any entrepreneur, they're always under a lot of stress as far as growing their business. Okay. So yes, that indeed. stress comes naturally with being an entrepreneur. Okay. Um, I, I completely have gotten out of watching news. Everything is just negative. It's just so <laughs> negative, especially since the beginning of COVID, you know, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But um, as far as getting into a gym or even just working out, even just walking sometimes is very difficult because the hours I have to keep, okay, and my energy level, you know, and things like that. But what I have done is I've started introducing once a week what's called electromagnetic muscle toning. Okay, and basically it's like a TENS machine, but for 20 minutes, you, the, your muscles are contracted, but at the same time, you're working out. And it's okay. really interesting. You know, this is a new concept that's being brought in, and it's not new to people in the health industry, but it's new to, you know, people like me who, you know, to me, it's an easier way of working out. It's like four hours of working out within 20 minutes. In, right. in, so, so this is what I'm going to say. So the thing is, it's like, uh, I, I'm, I'm constantly hearing you mention working out, right? So I, I like to take people from certain word usage, right? Instead of yeah. saying working out, the goal is movement. I mean, movement, they, yes. because people tend to quit working out to something strenuous, something that's a chore. So just like a river runs and once the, once the, once the river is active, there's life. It's the same thing with movement. When we yeah. move our body, we're able to increase our blood circulation, which feeds our cells, right? And it feeds every aspect of, of ourselves. So equate movement to life, right? Because there has been countless studies that have shown that when you live a sedentary lifestyle, when you're in one place for a long time, you're, you actually increase your mortality. You're slowly killing yourself. So mm -hmm. instead of looking at, oh, I need to work out, tell yourself, how can I be more active? All right. Um, for instance, you as you're working, you could raise your laptop, put it on a higher level and, and stand yeah. or, or walk around on your meeting. Those small incremental steps will will it will definitely increase and add up and it definitely is beneficial. Right. So that's why I want you to look at, you know, life, a lifestyle approach. <laughs> and that is that is basically what I've I've been doing, you know, like. You know, especially since the beginning of COVID, when you are stuck behind the computer with mm -hmm. your, your video meetings, you know, and things like that. And so you become more sedentary that way. I've even gotten to the point where I set an alarm so that every two hours I have to get up and walk around, you know, or stand, or do something, you know, just to get up and, and, you know, relieve myself from sitting in front of the computer. Um, what do you have to say to those who are fighting with 
a more sedentary lifestyle, okay, while they are working from home now. Yeah, so this is what I'm good at. It's what myself, my team, we're good at. So I'm also a posture specialist and I'm big on ergonomics. So the goal is to make sure you create you create an environment that's conducive to your lifestyle, right? So if you if you believe that you, you're living a sedentary lifestyle, that you're not moving as much, ask yourself, what can I do to change the situation, right? You want to ask yourself, what can I do to change the situation? If you know when you get up in the morning, the first thing you do is grab a cup of coffee and go right into the office and sit at that desk for hours at a time, then we have to switch it up, right? <laughs> we have to switch it up. So like I said, creating small actionable steps. You mentioned you set an alarm to go off every hour, every two hours to move around. Normally, I have my clients set alarm to go off every hour to move around for like one, one, one to two minutes. And when you come back to your desk, you feel more energized. You, 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 you're able to think better, right? So the goal is to be able to, like I said, construct your environment so it could be conducive to your health. Okay, okay. All right. So, you know, you talked about, you know, earlier in your bio, you know, and everything you talked about, you have worked with celebrity, you know, uh, person, you, you've been a celebrity personal trainer, you know, and things like that. So how have you worked with them around, you know, let's talk a little bit about how you have been able to get them to switch their or change their ways of doing things. Yeah, so the first thing is to be able to speak the language. So I believe in order for a person to gain your trust, they have to understand that you mean well, right? And oftentimes, um, a, lot of, a lot of these um, high-end clientele, um, the celebrities, they're so used to being pandered to. They're so used to yes men and yes women. Everyone is just uh, kissing their butt, <laughs> like, excuse the lack of a better, <laughs> better um, verbiage. Um, but... I've never been that that person. Um, if I'm with you, I'm going to communicate and let you know that I'm here for your your well being. So in the past, I've had I've worked with, with clientele that every every almost like three four days a week they they were going out to the club, partying, yacht parties, um, you know, private jets, and sometimes you have to really have these talks, right? Sit them down and tell them, listen, how did you feel when you came back from that last party? Right, you, you kind of you want to paint the picture. You want to you want to live in the emotion. How did you feel this morning? That hangover you're dealing with right now, that's going to prevent you from being productive today. Right. right? So you, you you want to really paint them a real picture. Get them to understand that what they're doing is affecting their life. Their life. If they continue doing this, this is what's going to occur. So you draw them in, and then you create a plan for them. A plan that's that's very. Um, that's not too in in intensive in terms of execution, right? You want to start to create small, actionable steps. For instance, one of my clients, he used to go out, he always used to drink like rum and coke. So I, I, I used to tell him, listen, if you go out, instead of drinking that rum and coke, for every, if you do drink a rum and coke, for every rum and coke, have a glass of water afterwards. And you mm -hmm. know, if you're going to drink um, when you, next morning, I want you to um, do some cardio to sweat it out, sweat the alcohol out, out of your system. So there's always a, uh, it's always a solution, right? And everyone has, everyone is built different. Everyone has different lifestyle, but it's about meeting the client where they're at and then gradually bringing them in. 
right. gradually bringing them in. <laughs> right, right. No, definitely, definitely. You know, and, and I know in the early days, you know, many years ago when I was much younger, you know, a lot of my meetings were held over a drink, you know, yes. something like that. And uh-huh. it, you, you did find yourself kind of getting into a habit of doing things, you know, that way um, and thinking that was the only way of doing it. Mm-hmm. What I have found now is, um, well, now with COVID, you know, and what we're just coming out of, a lot of my meetings are held online, mm-hmm. you know, so I very seldom do, I get out and I look forward to when I get out and do my my, you know, meetings and things like that with my networking groups. But, you know, I have found myself getting very sedentary and feeling as though, you know, yeah, I I mean, this morning, I woke up just dead tired. You mm. know, and we're going through some some uh, weather issues here in Florida, right? Yeah, now. he so wave, right? Times. A lot of times that affects me, but I woke up at 1230 just coughing like crazy and couldn't stop the coughing, had to get up and take some medication mm. it up until, you know, and then this morning, yeah, I felt it this morning, just totally exhausted, you know, and you go through though, I, I know I go through those stages where, you know, I'll have good days and I'll have bad days. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you have to say when you wake up and you're just don't want to do anything. You just, you know, what, what are some recommendations you get, you have to get yourself out of that, that funk, that, that fog that's in your mind? Yeah. So um, I have a few things, right? Um, the first step is to get yourself out of the, out of that environment, right? Um, the, the one, the most easiest thing you can do is control breathing, right? Just by controlling your breath, you're able to reset your mind, right? So just by taking a deep breath in, inhale, exhale, and putting this big cheesy grin on your face and repeating this a few times, you're able to rewire your brain, you know? So from feeling in that, from feeling, from feeling funky and being down, you're able to really, you know, increase your um, endorphins. So it's something so simple, but so effective. So that, and the next thing you could do is, Get up, even though you want to be in that bed, but just by getting up and moving, you're going to feel better. Even though, like I said, mentally, you might believe that staying in this bed, I'm going to be best off if nobody bothers me, nobody you know disturbs me, but you're doing yourself a disservice, actually. Right. Right. Um, so get up, move your body. But I will say, though, if you do need sleep, Try your best to get some more sleep because this is like my my my, my hierarchy when it comes to health, right? Sleep is king, uh-huh. nutrition is queen, and exercise is the prince and princess in that order because sleep is the most important thing. Without, if you sacrifice a few hours of sleep, a few days of sleep, you could literally um, rewire your, your your brain, right? To create more brain fog, right? Your body right. could slowly start to decay and 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 break and, and break down. So yeah. sleep is so so important. Then nutrition, then exercise in that order, right? Right. So yeah, first thing is mindset. Control breathing. You're breathing. You're you're, you're getting more oxygen into your system. Then you start to smile. Just by smiling, you're you're forcing your brain to pick up 
the signal. You, you, you're kind of tricking your brain to believe that, oh, I'm having a good day. This is my, you know, the, those healthy hormones right. and uh, endorphins start to flow. Well, and I know that, um, um, shoot, I was going to say something and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, and, oh, I know what I was going to say. As we get older, Mm -hmm. Okay. And metabolism slows down, you know, and things like that. It's, it gets to be harder to concentrate and get that sleep that you want. What's your recommendation as far as how much sleep do we need? You know, I've heard six hours, I've heard eight hours, you know, I've heard, you know, um, what's, what is your idea of an ideal sleep pattern? So everyone is built different. Um, but I will say, you know, you know, during the weekend when we don't set our alarm and we just get up when we get up, how many hours do you typically receive and feel great, right? Um, when, when you're, when you, when you're waking up on the weekends, is it seven hours? Is it eight hours? Ask yourself when I get up during the weekend without setting my alarm and I get up for the refresh, how many hours have I, have I slept? That's one way to assess, um, how many hours you need at the same time, it's all about energy expenditure, right? So if you expend more energy throughout the day, you might need more sleep. So the body, your body is going to force you to get, get, get some more rest. Yeah. Um, ideally, I would say um, seven to eight hours. And women need more sleep than men. Really? Right? Yeah, women need more sleep than men because of the, of the hormones. Um, so as one thing people don't realize, um, uh, men, you know, um, um, body and the way we're built is completely different from those of, 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 of a woman. Um, so sleep a seven to eight hours and also your environment, right? Your environment. So where you sleep, when you're sleeping, when you're in your room, do you have light emitting? Do you have like the, your phone on? Is, is, is the television on? Um, is your laptop on? All of these things also matters because when you lie in bed, the light that's emitting still permeates your eyelids and your brain is still being active, being activated by the, the little light here and there. So the goal is to get your room as pitch dark as you can. Right. Yeah, I, I um, you know, I'm I'm better. I have more energy in the mornings. Yeah, not necessarily more energy, but more focus in the mornings than I do in the afternoons. And, OK, um, so therefore I'm an early riser. I'm up by four, five o'clock in the morning. Mm, wow. Okay. But I'm in bed by nine o'clock. It's nine o'clock every night. I may not go to sleep until 10, but I wear earplugs every night. It has to be completely quiet for me. You know, light, it's, it's pretty dark. I don't have any problems with that, you know, but, um, you know, and I, I get, you know, like I said, I go, I go to sleep about 10. I wake up about four, five o'clock. This morning I okay. got up late. It was close to seven. <laughs> because your body needed that sleep. <laughs> needed that sleep. Yes. So I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. What do you do before going into bed? Are you on your laptop? Are you reading a book? What are you doing? I'm when reading you're... Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah. and, and the book you're reading, is it something that's really stimulating your brain or is it something that's just uh, leisure? Leisure. Okay, yeah. good, good, good. Because um, that matters as well. That matters yeah. as well, you know, because the goal is to wind down, yeah. <laughs> right? The goal yeah. is to wind down. So by winding down, it allows you to calm, calm, calm down, decrease your blood, you know, your, your blood circulation and get you back into that homeostatic patterns, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, do you, um, 
Do you track your sleep? Do you, do you wear any type of device that track your sleep? I don't. My husband does, and he says it picks up mine too. <laughs> really interesting. He he's got a uh, one of those. Uh, what is it? The bits. Uh, no, the breathing machines. What are they? Oh, okay, okay. I didn't yeah. talk about. Yeah, yeah. CPAP machines, and he's got a thing for his wrist that monitors. You know, or not his wrist, but his phone monitors it. So you know, yeah. And he says it will pick up my sleep patterns. Another question: Since um, as a couple, right, you share a bed. Um, do you believe that? Your husband movement in bed affects your sleep as well because that could also be a, a problem. If when the next um when that, when the spouses move around and it's constantly shifting, that also disturbs the other spouse. So do you believe that that could be um one of the well, problems that's occurring? Not so much him. Yeah, although he gets up to go to the bathroom much more than I do. <laughs> does, does that wake you up when he gets up? Doesn't necessarily wake me up. No, I mean it. It. You know, I kind of notice the meeting, the moving and stuff, but me, I will switch from one side to the other. Mm. I switch one side to the other all the time. And there's one side that I sleep better on than the other side. Cause I'm a side sleeper. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of it has to do with, um, comfort. I had, um, I had a very bad accident in, uh, August, 2012. And so therefore I still feel it in my backs and my shoulders, you know, and things like that. So that's why I do my turning, you know. Okay. Okay. So when you wake up, do you feel, do you feel sore? Do you feel muscle fatigue? No, not muscle, but I joint fatigue. (laughs) Joint fatigue. Okay. I mean, my knees, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. What, What do you do to, um, alleviate, um, that fatigue in your joints? Um, move them by okay. moving, it loosens them up. Yeah, I'm just right. an age is what it is. I got <laughs> you. My knees, yeah, my knees. Um, part of it is from the accident. You know, from the accident. Okay, okay. So, so um, yeah. So I'm I'm asking these questions because the one thing that I started doing a few years ago was to implement a short yoga practice into my morning routine. So when I get up in the morning. I follow these specific routine. I get up, I put myself in a state of gratitude. I go over three things that, that I'm grateful for. Then the next step is I move my body, either jump up for five minutes or get a full workout in. And then I do a five minute yoga, just stretching, downward dog, you know, um, knee hugs, just moving my body. And ever since I started to implement these practices, it has been life altering, you know? That's funny because what I do is I get up and, mm-hmm. and I need a good hour to just kind of totally wake up. Okay. So I go and I start brewing my coffee with Keurig and while it's brewing, I will stretch. Okay. I lean against the counter. I'll stretch my calves. I'll stretch my knees. I'll stretch everything. Just kind of like a cat does, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I got you. you um, know, so that's pretty much what I do. Okay. Okay. Um, I also I'll also recommend you adding some movements with your stretches because uh, I don't like to recommend isometric stretches right away because sometimes when you pull a cold muscle, I mean right now it's summertime, it's hot, so you pretty much warmed up. But um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but normally when you when you when you stagnate 
um, your body becomes tense. So it's always good to move your body. So I'll do like these arm circles movement going forward 10 times and backwards 10 times. I'll do some hip circles like I, as if I have a hula hoop around my waist, right? Going clockwise and counterclockwise. And just doing just some movement, just to get my body flowing. Then I go into the yoga stretch. I find that works better because you're increasing your blood circulation and really, um, and really um, also increase your, lymph your lymphatic system because our, our body, you know, our body is, we have system within system within systems. We're not just skin, bone, muscles, <laughs> right? The human body is, is fascinating because it has system. We, we have systems within systems and within systems. And once you understand that, then you're able to better um, approach how you, you know, how you work your body. All right. So tell us a little bit um, about your get up, get up and get fit wellness concierge program. Okay. Is it a virtual program? What? The question. Great question. So um, the get up and get fit wellness concierge is a coaching and service-based company that I've developed because um, when I was in the, the fitness industry for all those years, I realized that there were two major flaws within the industry. The first flaw was the lack of accountability, right? I used to watch people join the gym or working with a coach and then losing motivation, right? Then the, the other flaw was the lack of getting to the root cause of the client's goal, right? Uh, so after just experiencing and being in that space for such a long time, it bothered me. It really, really bothered me that I, I was part of a system that was not sustainable and I wanted to create something more sustainable. So I created a company that really focused on more of a lifestyle approach. So when a client comes aboard, like I said, we assess the lifestyle and, and, and we really go in in depth in terms of find out what they need. First, we find out about the intrinsic why, right? Why do you want to change in the first place? Because I believe motivation is fickle. It comes and goes, right? Um, but what lasts long is inspiration, that intrinsic why. That would dive deep and we find out the client's intrinsic reason for wanting change. Because they, a person could come and tell me, oh, I want to lose a few pounds. But once you lose a few pounds, what happens? Afterwards, you go back to your old habits. So, yeah. but, yeah. so hence it being, yeah, being temporary. So I wanted to create something much more sustainable and something that was much more just uh, impactful impactful right so with the concierge um company that i've developed we coach our clients we keep them accountable in terms of the lifestyle and with a service base we create we curate a wellness um support team so they might work with a personal trainer twice a week a massage therapist um, once a week a dietitian once a week uh foot being a foot specialist depending on what they need we create this this team of, of wellness professionals that tailor towards their needs. So they have the coaching aspect where we keep them accountable of their lifestyle, their habits. And then we have the service base where we are you know, able to walk them through the various, you know, um, service that they need. If it's stress reduction, if it's flexibility, if it's fitness, if it's nutrition, we have, we have uh, those services to, you know, get them get on the next step. So it's, it's done on a virtual basis though, right? It's not one-on-one. -on -one. It's both. It's both. It's virtual and in person, right? So, um, yeah. Well, of course, you can have a massage session virtual. So, <laughs> if you need a massage session, the the coach will come to you and give you a massage as well. So, it's a uh, it's both. It's virtual and in person, depending on which what the client needs. Okay. So, where are you located? 
So I'm located in Jersey City. I'm a stone throw away from Manhattan, but we were able to operate um, nationwide because I have a very, very um, strict vetting system. When a client comes up, before a coach comes on board, get up and get fit, before a service provider come up, get up and get fit. Um, I have this very strict vetting process that I put all the, our prospective um, service providers through. And once they pass, then they're able to work with our client. Client okay, base. so you've got you've got other coaches and, yes, and trainers yeah. and things like that. Yeah, it's, it's a cow concierge, you know, okay. Um, umbrella. Okay. All right, all right. Well, interesting, interesting. So, um, we're coming up on the end of another program here. Do you have any last minute tips you want to give to our listeners here? So, this is a, a saying that I like to follow on a regular basis. I learned this from Jim Rohn, which learned this from his mentor, Urshof. For things to change, you have to change, right? So that means in order for you to get to a goal or get to the next level or, or achieve whatever uh, phenomenal in the goal you would like to achieve, you have to change your behavior, your lifestyle, and your mindset. It all starts with you. Very interesting. And how can people get a hold of you should they want to reach out to you? Sure. So I will leave you with a free gift. Just go to okay, great. Just go to free.getupandgetfit.com. You receive a, a couple of, of resources. You can also reach me via um, LinkedIn, Thomas Johnson, or go to the, the website, getupandgetfit.com. It's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T.com. Great, great. And I will put all of this contact information into the transcript when we get this all up and running. So, well, awesome. that's all, folks. I hope that this session has given you some insight and ideas on engaging into your small business. If you have expressed interest in topics that you'd like us to cover during one of our sessions, simply go to the Charged Up Studio website at chargedupstudio.live and reach out via our contact page. We invite you to subscribe to Charged Up Studio through our YouTube channel, Google page, and our Facebook page. If you have, um, or any of the, the streaming platforms that you happen to be listening to us on. We also have a Facebook page where you can go and provide a review and make sure to refer our podcast to all of your friends and colleagues. Thank you once again for joining us today. And thank you, Thomas, for joining us today. We'll thank be back again much. next week with another exciting guest to help you get charged up for success. Talk to you then. Thank you, Thomas. Cheers. Thank you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.